here. And welcome to episode 419 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... All you have to do is follow three simple rules. One, never underestimate your opponent. Expect the unexpected. Two, take it outside. Never start anything inside the bar unless it's absolutely necessary. And three, be nice. Hmm. Roadhouse. Yes, the wisdom of Dalton. What a movie. (laughs) What a just fantastic cheese-filled 80s delight that movie is. It is. I actually have a version on DVD. Mm. And this is before, like, this is like the genesis of Smodcast. Whereas mm. Kevin Smith and Scott Mosier doing a commentary on Roadhouse. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. It, it predates the, them doing their podcast together. It, like, before Kevin Smith started the whole podcasting thing. And it was, like, one of the places where he got the idea to do a podcast. Was, like, yeah. doing this. Because it's just them, like, I mean, you could, like, it's just him getting a high and taking um, Chuck Norris jokes and changing Chuck Norris out for Dalton. Okay. You know, and I mean it's hysterical. It's 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 one of my <laughs> my favorite commentary tracks of a movie. Yeah, yeah. Cuz it's just ridiculous, you know. Yeah. Neither one of them had anything to do with the fucking movie. I'm not quite sure how they convinced them to do this, but you know, thank God they did. <laughs> oh, how are you, sir? Pretty good, hanging in there. Yeah. Long week. I am exhausted. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I mean, I, I mowed the grass today. Mm. So that's always an adventure. Right. But um. Then I like th- today was like a mixed bag, mostly bad, but the the good was so I go inside. And, you know, like, after I after I mow the lawn, like, it takes me a while to, like, I, for lack of a better term, cool down. Right. You know? Like, I'm usually a sweaty mess. Like, my hat is dripping with sweat. Mm-hmm. You know, my, I'm covered. And, um, you know, I just kind of sat. I sat outside for a little bit. I went inside. I sat for a little bit. I'm trying to, you know, just, I'm pounding some Gatorade, trying to quench my thirst. And, uh. You know, finally I reach a point where I'm like, okay, I need to go take a shower, you know. And when I came down from the shower, Nancy's like, you know what I could go for? I'm like, what's that? She's like, something from Big Rigs. <laughs> and so, I'm heading to Monroeville anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I make a Target run every, every week there. So, I'm like, I ain't going to complain about that. <laughs> so... She got. They had the burger special of the week, which she wanted to try, which was like a, it's like it was like a picnic burger, mm. um, which she said was very very good. She was very impressed with like the burger was like a, 
medium well, so there was a little pink in it. Mm-hmm. You know, she was like, you know, like everything was just perfect for her. Um, but we both <laughs> got the uh, the brisket grilled cheese sandwiches. Mm-hmm. She got hers with the tomato jam. I got mine without. Mm. That is fucking to die for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that is the good shit. <laughs> like that may be what I get on a regular basis. Really? Yeah. Like it is that fucking good. Like, huh. I mean, I mean the brisket. I mean, we've talked about like how good their brisket is, mm. and it is delicious. But you know, the cheese. Nice cheese. It was a gooey cheese, you know, and um, it, you know, it was on a uh, a nice sourdough bread, mm-hmm. and it was like really well done. Like you know, I, I mean, it, it, it was good. It was yeah. fucking really good. And then um, then I got some uh, pork belly burnins. Okay, burnins. Okay. Yeah. With you know they they put that in their their barbecue sauce and oh that shit is so good ah <laughs> oh. I was in, I mean that was like the highlight of my day was getting big rigs yeah yeah and then um <laughs> then the low light of my day mm-hmm. two weeks ago I started putting together this cabinet for Nancy. Mm. And I got frustrated with it. It, it. This is like the biggest fucking piece of shit I have ever put together in my life. Okay. Like, and like I got frustrated with it. I had to walk away from it. And I walked away from it for two weeks. And like today, like I was like, I got to finish this for. I spent three more fucking hours trying to put this fucker together. Uh-huh. I got it together. Like it's being held together like with duct tape and, and Gorilla Glue. <laughs> nice. But like it's together. <laughs> I told her, like, I wouldn't put anything valuable on it. Really? Yeah. Like, 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 it tells you, like, okay, you got to put this screw in this hole and the hole in, but it won't go in. Like, it won't, like, it won't, it's, it it was like a disaster of epic proportions. And I was just like, no. I just reached a point, like, okay, it's fucking done. I am done. (laughs) <laughs> I have spent six hours of my life on this piece of shit. Three hours, two weeks ago, and three hours today. I am done with it. Yeah. It is at least assembled. From this point forward, whatever happens with it is not my concern. <laughs> right. For all I care, we could piss on it and light it on fire. Yeah, yeah. You know. That was at my day. Like I was like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> Where'd you get it from? Target? No, I, I actually got it from Amazon. I can't remember, but it, it just like I, I I understand like the concepts of like like the concepts that they were trying to use aren't that bad. Like I mean, as far as putting together furniture, like it it, it makes sense uh-huh. to a certain extent, but then like it 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 was just like like I said like like it, like you know you take this the, the top of it. And it's supposed to, like it has like those um those pegs that go in and you have like the the piece and the hole that you twist the the lock it in place. Yeah. Yeah, that shit ain't working. Mm-hmm. You know. And then there's you're also supposed to like screw in these these two screws to like you know secure it. Well, those screws ain't going in. Like I'm using a fucking drill. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's just spinning. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm done. You know. <laughs> I wouldn't put anything valuable on it. That's what I told her. You know? Right. You know. But because of that, like, between, like, doing the lawn this morning and that, that cabinet, which, you know, had me sweating my balls off, yeah. I had been thirsty all fucking day. Right. Like, I've killed, like, a normal, like, I, I, I'll drink a, you know, a good bit of liquid, like, I, you know, I'll, I'll kill, like, a, what is this, a, uh. A 32-ounce bottle of Gatorade a day. Like, that, that, that you normally last me a day. Yeah. You know? Plus, you know, a glass of milk here, a Red Bull there. Mm-hmm. You know, I get I get enough liquid. I mean, I should be drinking straight water probably, but, you know, I'm getting plenty of liquid. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. today, I have killed two 12-ounce <laughs> Red Bulls. <clears throat> that, that's my second bottle of Gatorade, plus... <laughs> Three sixteen ounce cans of water. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I, I, I am insatiable right now. Like I just can't. <laughs> like I am so fucking thirsty. I'm sure the barbecue didn't help either. I'm sure it didn't, but like I mean, like I'm also sure, like you know, spending an hour and a half outside mowing and, and weed whacking. Yeah. You know. That's another thing. My fucking weed whacker. Uh, I'm so pissed about this. The weed whacker I bought, I, I deliberately bought a weed whacker that that uses plastic blades. Okay. Because I hate twine weed whackers. Okay. Yeah, I just I do. I got I can't I can never get them loaded. You know what I mean? Like I I suck at that. Mm-hmm. So I like I want it this nice and easy. So like, give me a replaceable plastic blade. I'm good to go. So I get this weed whacker, and from Sunjo, the same company that makes my lawnmower. I'm very happy with the lawnmower. The lawnmower is phenomenal. But I get this fucking weed whacker, and you know the the, the you know the blades, they, you know they go. But I'm like, oh, I'm getting almost out. I need to buy replacement blades. They don't sell replacement blades for it. Oh shit! And like I've looked up like on Reddit and shit. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody just came home and it's crazy. Hold on. Your your family came charging in. Yeah. Um. So like I I go to their website and they don't sell the blades. I go to like Reddit, like you know trying to find like you know. And he answered, like, what, where can I get replacement blades for this son of a bitch? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you can probably find, like, something comparable at, at like, Home Depot or Lowe's. Mm-hmm. I ain't finding shit. So I'm going to have to replace, like, the head with something else. So I can buy replacement blades for this, this damn thing. What kind is it? Sunjo. So it's just a cordless, you know, rechargeable yeah. battery. Yeah. 
But I'm like, I was unhappy with the lawnmower. So I thought, okay, I'll buy a weed whacker from him. Yeah, yeah. Little did I know, you know. <laughs> right. And I'm happy with the weed whacker, except for the fact I can't buy replacement blades for it. Right. The fuck? That sucks. It does. Like, I was, like, so pissed. Yeah, yeah. So. That's my life. How old is the weed whacker? I bought it this year. Send that shit back to Sancho. Yeah, I gotta. I'm gonna write them an email, like say, like, what what can you advise me, like, you know, with this model that I can put like a replacement head on or something. Right, right. right. Because I, you know, I'm pissed that you don't sell the replacement blades I need. Right, right, right. You know, it shouldn't be this fucking hard. You're still selling the fucking weed whacker. It's still out there in the market. Mm. You know. Why wouldn't, like, you know, what do you think I'm going to do? Just throw the damn thing away and buy a new one? Right. That's crazy. Yeah, so. That's my life. I hear you. Yeah. On the sadder news... News mm-hmm. I think is going to upset you. Mm-hmm. Did you see Netflix announced the cancellation of Jupiter's Legacy? Yeah, crazy. I know. Like, and this is just like weeks after they released the damn thing. And 200 million later. Yeah. <laughs> Like they they said they're they're gonna do another series, um, so according to this article, which I, I got from Slash Film, after just a single season debuted on Netflix back at the beginning of May, so it's been just over a month that this has been out. Mark Miller's comic book superhero series Jupiter's Legacy starring Josh Duhamel and Leslie Bibb, will not be returning for more. Although the word canceled hasn't officially been used, all of Jupiter's Legacy cast members have been let out of their contractual commitments to return for more episodes. That means the show is pretty much done at Netflix. But Mark Miller doesn't seem so comfortable putting such a period on it. It sounds like his next show on the streaming service will actually expand the universe that Jupiter's Legacy established. Um, Jupiter's Legacy is a vast ri- and rich space with lots of characters to mine, and I'm I'm so so I'm happy to share that our next step here is a live action version of the Super Crooks comic I created with Lemel Francis Yu a few years back. Given where we're going next, we've made the tough call of letting our incredible cast out of their show commitment as we continue to thoroughly develop all realms of the Jupiter's Legacy saga. We're confident we'll return to it later and just want to say thanks to you guys and your continued support and to the cast and crew that made this look so great. 
So, like, I know he has a, like, Mark Miller has a contract with, with Netflix to do the the Millerverse stuff, which Cooper's Legacy is a part of, and so is a Super Crooks book, from what I understand. But, right. like, I just don't understand the move. I don't either. I think it's kind of strange. Yeah. I mean, you invest that much money into it, and it was a good show. I, I don't know. I don't quite understand. <laughs> Yeah, it just it it kind of agitates me that that, that they gave up on it. So we like I guess it's not giving up, but like at the same time, like I don't feel like the story that you were telling is going to be continued. Like with the with the the cliffhanger ending, with you know the the brother being the the real bad guy and everything. Like I mean, you're just like. What's this? This super, like you know. Plus, like the whole thing with the kid trying to find his his dad, who was the other he. Like, like there's a lot of stuff at play here that I just don't see how you're going to continue that story, or those stories, with with another show. Right. I just found it very odd and disappointing. Yeah. I also think like. Like the, the the way they're telling the story, like with through flashbacks and stuff too. Like in the second season, that could continue. Like yeah, we found how they got their powers in the first season, but that second season could have been all about like the formation of the union. Right, right. And like, and really like you know how how are how is the world accepting that there are superpowered beings? Like especially you know, nineteen thirties New York. Right. It was very, and that's the thing. It was very like, I don't know. It was just well written. I I just thought it was a good show. I mean, they could have done a lot with that show, and it just kind of sucks, actually. The only thing I could figure out is a ploy to make me buy the comic books. (laughs) I know, but for two hundred million dollar ploy, it's kind of weird. I, I agree. I agree. But I mean. Like I mean, it's just it's it's just surprising. I know people like get upset with Netflix that they give up on stuff a, a lot of times, kind of easily. But normally yeah. they give up on stuff after like a a second or third season. Right. You know, there was that one show by the the Wachowski siblings. I can't remember the name of it. But mm. I mean, that that show ran for three years. I think mm. it had three seasons before they decided to finally dump it. And people were pissed that it got dumped then. Right. You know, so like <clears throat> I get your, your, your business model is to get eyes, on, you know, and they never release like what their viewing totals are. They'll just like, you know, trumpet their own horn once they think something's big. Right. But I mean, I would be intrigued to see just how many people watch the damn show. Right. You know. I I don't I know they said they had disappointing numbers on it, but I think that's one that you didn't even let word of mouth spread on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like give it some time, give it a couple months, and then 
because there's a lot of stuff to watch on TV. People are in other series and stuff like that. But when you let the word of mouth spread, and because I told about, I don't know, six to eight people about it. I was like, this is a really decent show. You know, yeah. check it out. Oh, I'm watching this, that, and the other right now, but I'll check it out, you know, when I'm done with that. Yeah. It's like they didn't, the word of mouth is, you know, it didn't even have time to spread. You know what I mean? Like to catch on. Like it's weird. I, I, I feel like their business models, and we talked about this a while, a while, while back when uh, Jason Brigger was on the show. Like their mm. word of, like their, their business model is, you know, we're going to dump eight, all eight to 10 episodes at one time and, we want to see how popular it trends that weekend. Right. And if it doesn't trend very well, well, then we're, we'll, we'll, you know. Like, I feel like the same thing about Lost in Space. I feel like that show doesn't get enough credit critically. And I, think, I don't think enough people watch it. And so I understand why they're getting rid of it. But, like, they don't promote that show at all. Right. Like, unless you were really looking for that show, the first, like, for the first season, mm-hmm. like, it, it seemed like, like, they just did not impress upon people that this was an, an event, and, like, the people who watched it liked it, you know, but it, it seems like, I don't, I don't know, like, they, I don't know, if it doesn't trend well, it, I feel like, like, that, that's what they base it on, like, if it, if it trends well, we want to continue it, you know. Right. You know, I mean, you look at that the 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 Tiger King thing. I mean, that that thing exploded. Right. You know, and that led to like, you know, well, is this so popular? We're gonna do the after show thing, you know, the or like, like they did stuff based off of how popular it was. And you gotta wonder, is it was that how popular the show was, or was it just that it trended really well on Twitter? <laughs> right. I didn't, yeah. I I think that uh, maybe that show would have been better served on like HBO Max or Prime or yeah. you know another network I think I think it would have been I don't know more suited and, and you know like I don't think there's any way that if it was on HBO Max or whatever I don't think they would have they would have given it at least two seasons you know I think, what I mean? I think I think it was prime for Netflix because if you look at it, like you know HBO Max has the DC stuff, right? You know they 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 and most importantly, I mean they they've got Titans and they've got um, Doom Patrol, like that they right. that they kind of can look at as their superhero series. Um, you look at Prime, Amazon, you know, they've got the boys. Yeah. You know, so like this would not fit well with a network that already had the boys. So like it made sense being on Netflix. I just I'm surprised that Netflix didn't give it the opportunity for a second season to you know expand. Right, right. You know, maybe with a second season you would have gotten more interest. Right, right, right. It's kinda weird. It is. It's disappointing. Like I'm bummed out about it just just because like I wanted to see where the story was going to go. Yeah, I just found that the characters were interesting. They could they did good development. There was more development to be made. <clears throat> I just find it hard to believe that you would invest two hundred some million dollars into a show and then just kill it after a first season. Yeah. I just I mean I don't think it was a but no way and by any means 
is I did I think it was a dud. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I don't know. I, I don't quite understand. No, neither do I. I mean, there's a lot of crap on Netflix too that's on its fifth season. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, I what is going on? So I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So that that was the the kick in the balls of the week. Yeah. But on the better news, on the some fun mm-hmm. stuff. So Total Guitar Magazine polled its listeners and they came up with the 50 greatest <laughs> guitar riffs of all time. Okay. Now, we're not going to go over that because I don't have that article, but they did release what the top 10 were. Okay. Okay. Now, what do you think was voted the number one guitar riff of all time? Jesus. Uh, ah, sweet child of mine. I, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, that's, 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 not, that's not a bad pick. Um, I figured it was going to be that. Yeah. That is one of the the most recognizable guitar riffs of all time, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Like, you know, it was it was like my next shot. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let Led Zeppelin's whole lot of love for those who don't know for some ungodly reason, um, what is considered the greatest guitar riff of all time, and um. What they say here is, whole lot of love's guitar figure took just 2.7 seconds to play, but it immediately projected the music into another decade. While everyone else was playing the 60s, Led Zeppelin was now playing the 70s. Yeah. That, I mean, that is... Like, when I think of guitar riffs, like those ones that just kind of like reach out and grab you that that is one of the first ones i do think of i will admit that yeah Yeah. so so based upon that information what do you think was number two (laughs) um of all time of all time yeah I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. Crazy thing. I mean, coming, I know. Yeah. Like that right there, yeah. yeah. Even that part. 
that's just the brilliance of Randy Rhodes. Yeah. You know. Pretty good though. And you gotta wonder, Makes like, sense. Yeah, I mean it does. I mean it, it's like I mean I'm surprised it was that high, but as I thought about it. Like, at first, I was like, wow, Crazy Train, number two, that's kind of shocking. Because I could, like, as as much as I appreciate the genius of Randy Rhodes and, you know, one of the all-time greatest guitarists of all time. Like, I just, like, I I could think of other guitarists first. But as I listened to it and, like, I really let it marinate in my head, I'm like, you know, this really fucking makes sense. Mm -hmm. That this would be number two. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe it's not something I think of immediately as one of the all-time greats. But I get why it's there. Right. You know what I mean? The number three. Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> no. No. Um, it's a good riff. Though. It is a good riff. Yeah. I'm sure that's in the 50. I would not be surprised. I, I would be shocked if it wasn't in the 50. Right. Um, but number three was uh, Back in Black. Yeah. Okay. That's that's classic shit, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let me see what I can find here. Okay, so at number four, this was surprising. To me as well. Deep purple smoke on the water. Okay. That's pretty high. Yeah. But. Like I, I, I don't know. Like to me, like and you know, what the hell is this guitarist's name? I can't remember. Oh, I can't believe I can't remember. <clears throat> Like, I mean, he, he's a... Oh. oh, it's a set. I can't remember the guy's name. This is a guitarist for Rainbow. Oh. Richie Blackmore? Blackmore, yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, like, again, I've, I've seen Deep Purple live just so I could see Richie Blackmore play guitar. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I recognize Richie Blackmore as one of the all-time greats, and like mm. having the privilege of watching him play guitar in person was, you know, astounding. So like, and like that guitar riff, it's a good guitar riff, but like I could think of better by Deep Purple. I could think of better by Richie Blackmore. Right. right. You know, so I was kind of surprised that Smoke on the Water was that high. Um. Coming in at number five, ain't talking about love from Van Halen. Really? Out of the Van Halen songs, they chose that. Well, let me. I'm just curious, that's all. Ain't talking about love. I mean, I song. Yeah, I mean that's. I think that's just classic Eddie. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Like that's that riff right there is just to me classic Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, yeah. You know. Like I, I, I honestly like I, because I, I thought it over my head like I, I was like ain't talking about love. I, I, I know like I'm playing it over my head when I was, I was reading this. And I was like, I can't like I can't think of a better one to like. Right. If I wanted to explain to you what what other than eruption, the guitar solo, if I wanted to explain to you like what was why was Eddie Van Halen a genius? I would that's what I would probably play for you. Ain't talking right. about love. Um, yeah. Right. Coming in at number six, and I'll be intrigued to hear your thoughts on this. Metallica, Enter Sandman. I mean, Sandman's iconic. I mean, not iconic. I don't know if it's the wrong word. Um, uh, I think Sandman bro- broke him in the mainstream. Right. Um, but I wouldn't. I, I don't know. But and the thing, the thing we have to remember is, like, I mean, I, like we're ahead. talking about from a guitar standpoint, like that guitar rift. That and like, can you think of Master of better, Puppets? Master of Puppets, you think is better? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, there's a lot of metallic songs with great riffs, but I don't know, especially I older actually, stuff. I uh, actually thought the one, the one I thought of that I thought it was a, a better a better guitar riff was mm-hmm. Fade to Black. Yeah, I mean it, it is. Um like the way that that opens with that that gentle guitar. Like I yeah. think it's a I think it's a much better riff than Sandman's, but I I think Sandman gets it because of mainstream popularity. Right. Well, I think that's the thing, mainstream stuff. I mean, you can go creeping yeah. F, you can go um I mean, there's a lot of Metallica songs with yeah, I think better guitar riffs than Sandman, but Sandman's what made him not that make. I mean, it made them money, but what I'm saying is it brought him into mainstream with the. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Black Album. I mean, one. I mean, if you want to go there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, one was a very popular song, so I mean, like. I mean, recognizable song. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as mainstream hitting it hard, you know, on radio play and stuff like that, then I I would agree with Sandman because that's what brought them (coughs) to that level, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of people listened to that Black album and went back and started listening to the older albums like... Kill 'em all and ride the lightning and stuff like that, and right. got a new appreciation for Metallica. People that hadn't normally wouldn't have listened to Metallica before. Right? Yeah. I mean, I mean, th- there was like, like 
the black album was, was like the entry point for a lot of people like okay who's this new band metallica what do you mean they're not new i've never heard of them before let me go back mm -hmm. oh shit this is hard you know like it, it, it was it, it wasn't like a an entry drug for 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 people to become a metallica fan right I mean, when I first heard Creeping Death, I thought that was one of the best songs I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. From guitar work-wise. Yeah, yeah. It was just, it was fast, it was hard-hitting. There were, like, like little solos mixed in with the whole song. Yeah. Change, speed changes. I mean, I, I just think Creeping Death is one of their, it's just a masterful song. Yeah. Um... Coming in at number seven, Black Sabbath, Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man should probably be higher than that, just because it's so recognizable. Well, like my my question, like, is it to be the very beginning of the song is recognizable, or like, <laughs> like if I took away the whole "I am Iron Man" and then that, uh, I just played that. Dun, 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 dun. Like, you think that would be? Most people would be like, "Oh yeah, that's that's, that's Iron Man." Yes. You think so? Okay. Yeah, I, I think if anybody that liked rock music heard that riff, they would yeah. know that it was Iron Man. Okay. Right away, without you anything know. else. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with them be, that that song being in the top ten. Right. Um, but I, I think it's placed properly based on what's ahead of it. Maybe I'd put it ahead of Sandman. Yeah. But, like, I, I don't think it takes the place of, any, of anything in the top five. Maybe yeah. Smoke on the Water. So, so maybe it moves the five. I think Smoke, I think it would be placed higher than Smoke on the Water. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. It's, like, it's so, it's so. Yeah. When you hear it, you know it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I, I don't think most people can identify "Smoke on the Water." Right. Like, if I if I just played that guitar riff for you, I don't think the average person would be like, "Oh yeah, Deep Purple, good shit." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I I don't I don't see that coming. Where like with you're right, like you know, so so coming in at number eight. Uh this this one surprised the shit out of me, but. Again, I get why it's there, and that was uh, Talk dirty. walk. What were you gonna <laughs> say? Talk dirty to me. Yeah. -na 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 -na. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I love poison, but they do not deserve to be on this list. <laughs> I know. You know. Uh, but walk by Pantera. All right. I know you say you disagree with the poison thing, but. If you're looking at guitar riffs and you're looking at something that is recognizable that everybody in the goddamn world knows, it's that song. Yeah. Maybe not your generation, but I mean, like, you play that riff, they know exactly what song it is. Yeah. No, I get what you're Walk. saying. Yeah, I mean, I was never a big Pantera fan, so. Neither was I. But I do like this song. And I mean... Mm. I mean, that... That's a gripper. Like, that... 
that makes me want to fuck somebody up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I'm, 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 you know, I'm buffing up right now. Like I'm like, yeah, you know, ready to break some shit. Yeah. And of course, being an old school ECW fan, I used to be Rob Van Dam's entrance music. So, like, the cool thing about that would be, like, when the when the chorus came up, like, you know, yeah. everybody, if he was a good guy or a bad guy, like, everybody would just be like, respect! You know, you're just, like, you know, throwing your hand in the right, air. Like, right, it was right. like, you know, it was a vibe. Like, you're like, oh, shit, we're going we're gonna to fuck somebody up as a group. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. That was good shit. <laughs> Coming in at number nine, ZZ Top Lagrange. Really? Yeah. You play it for some people who don't know. It's coming up. You gotta wait for this one. Mm-hmm. Such a good song, though. And Diseases. Yeah. Guitars are very recognizable. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? So I mean they are, but like uh, you know. Um, I mean even sharp dressed man. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean that's. I mean it's. I mean, but what I'm saying is like, especially on their popular hits with ZZ. You know it's easy. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like I uh, it's hard like, to pick one for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, I, I think the problem with ZZ Top is I the average person like kind of discards them for whatever reason because of the, the beard gimmick. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, but their early shit's brilliant, too. I mean, they're, you're right. Their early shit's brilliant. But, um... Like but they were around for a long time. They were. I mean, that, as people don't realize, I mean, they were around forever. <laughs> um, right. But like when you get to Eliminator, which was like right. the album that they that blew up for them with Sharp Dressed Man and Give Me All Your Loving and you know, Legs. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. You know, it it was kind of like, as eh, cool, but you know, they're they're the guys with the beards. You know, and mm-hmm. I think you don't recognize, like. You know, Billy Gibson's a great guitarist. Mm. You know, like, he's probably a very underrated guitarist because it's ZZ Top. You right, know, right. and the gimmick with the car and the girls and the beards. And, you know, like, they, they had a gimmick and they worked it well because they sold albums. But at the same time, you know, 
the gimmick only works if the music's really fucking good. Right, right, right. You know, and that music was really fucking good. Yeah. You know, LaGrange is pre-Eliminator. Right. But, you know, it's an example of, you know, that great ZZ Top stuff from before the video era. And rounding out the top ten, Jimi Hendrix with Purple Haze. How do you feel about him being number 10? I'm okay with that. Hmm. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, you know, I would have probably put, um, like, Clapton comes in at 11. With Layla, even though he didn't do the studio recording of that, yeah, that guitar riff, that was uh, Greg Allman, mm-hmm. which for some reason nobody knows that, but Clapton, yeah. but Clapton gets credit for it. Um, Nirvana's t- "Smells Like Teen Spirit" comes in at seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um. The Rolling Stones with I Can't Get No Satisfaction comes in at number 20. Huh. And that's like all they give you. But like, uh, smells like teens. Like, I get why it's here. Like, you're right. That that riff in that song is unforgettable. Mm. But that's also the song that kills the guitar solo. Right. You know, the end of the guitar god comes when when Kurt Cobain takes the stage. Yeah. You know, so it's it's ironic to me that 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 the Nirvana song makes the list, but more importantly, it's as high as seventeen because it's like. I mean, you're talking about riffs. I mean, even if going into that age, Man in the Box. Um. Man, the boss came out in '89. Is a great guitar riff, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not gonna deny that. It killed hair metal. Yeah. That that song pretty much killed killed it there. Those two, the two bands that came out. This is before Nirvana was uh, that I think killed that style of music. Was definitely Alice in Chains. And um, uh, my God, I'm losing my brain. Chris Cornell, um, Soundgarden. Yeah, Soundgarden. When they started getting radio play on those two songs, Outshine was the first song I think by Soundgarden that got huge play here, at least. Yeah. Um, it was completely different, but. Man in the Box, that riff, I mean, come on. It's, you recognize it. I mean, it's just, yeah. I, it should have its place, I think. Not in the top ten, but it should have its place. Yeah. And Slash yeah. needs to be in there somewhere as well. Because Slash, he had a lot of a lot of guitar riffs, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. Just welcome to the jungle alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's some good stuff. Yeah, like and like you said, sweet child of mine. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's everybody knows that song. Yeah. I don't care who you are. You play that opening, you're like, oh, that's sweet child of mine. (laughs) Right. Exactly. You know. I mean, you may not recognize. Some people may not write. I don't know how, but some people may not recognize "Welcome to the Jungle." Yeah. But they know "Sweet Child of Mine." Yeah. But yeah, and you know that that guitar riff from "Sweet Child of Mine." Right, but GNR has to have its place. I mean, Slash was just one of those guitarists that, sort of like Randy Ritz. Like you know that was Randy Ritz. You know yeah. that's Slash. You know what I mean? Like. Right. You know that's Jimi Hendrix. You know what I'm saying? You know that's right. Jimmy Page. Yeah. So, and they have their own sound. The, the, the one, and I, I hope it made the top 50. I'm going to have to look this up later on. Um, but I hope uh, Purple Rain made that yeah. that list by Prince. That, that guitar riff is fucking amazing. It is. And you talk about another... Guitarist, um, that his that that's Prince. Like it's you know what I mean. Like you know that's Prince. But the fun, the funny thing about Prince is nobody knows or knew how good of a guitarist he was. Like for some reason, I don't know understand why this is. Like I think he's very underrated. Not just by like the guitarist community, but I feel like 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 people who say that they're like Prince fans, like yeah. in the African American community. Like I, I watch all the time. Like I love watching these reaction videos, and it's usually somebody who's an African American <laughs> watching rock and roll or you know of some type and like reacting to it. And for a while, it made the rounds amongst all these people that do these videos. And it was um, from the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony. It was the the year George Harrison died, and yeah. they did. It was um, it's my guitar gently weeps. My yeah. guitar gently weeps. But it was you know with uh, uh, Tom Petty, um, the guy from uh, Traveling Wilburys. Like I mean, it, yeah. it was like it, George Harrison's son was on stage playing guitar, but they gave and the guitar went- solo to Prince. Yeah, and at one point he winks at George Harrison's kid. Yeah. He looks back at him and winks. Yeah. And you talk about an explosive guitar solo. You might as well just get down on your knees and pray to him after that solo. Exactly. It was fucking incredible. It is. Like, if you've never seen this, look it up. I, I, I encourage you to look up this on YouTube. It's easy to find. You get, you get, you get through the first part of it, which is, you know, Tom Petty singing, which, you know, I got no problem with. I'm a big Tom Petty fan, but then you you get to the guitar solo at the end, and it's just Prince just going to fucking town, right? And then like, but the the, the crazy part about it is as I'm want like any other guitarist who's doing that, they are struggling, like they are working up a sweat. He's not even trying hard. It looks like, and he's uh-huh. just doing this. It's amazing to watch him work. Yeah, and there's one point when he closes his eyes, and you can see that he's completely feeling that song, and it's yeah. just like, 
holy fuck. Yeah. And he like, ends it just as good as they started it. Like, I don't know whose idea it was to get Prince involved in that song. Because, like, it makes no sense. Everybody else on stage, like, I look at it, I go, well, they all make sense. Where Prince came into that equation, I don't know. But thank God he did. Because <laughs> that is one of the most amazing performances I have ever seen. <laughs> it's crazy, hand, right? Hand to God. I, I, I still watch it, like, occasionally. And I'm just like, I cannot believe he did this. Right. You know. But getting back to Purple Rain... And just crushed it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And didn't even it. blink an eye. And it walks off stage like it's nothing. Yeah, he walked He he walked off that stage like he owned everybody on that stage. Yeah. Seriously. And I think everybody remember, was shocked. Like, you, you remember when he was shock on everyone's faces. He's just wailing. Yeah. And, like, when he leaned back and the guy caught him and put him yeah. back on stage. Sick. Yeah. I mean, like, right, right toward his kid again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just, you talk about paying homage to somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was paying respect. Yeah. I mean, like, in the most Prince way you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. I've watched a lot of those ceremonies, and I've watched a lot of, um, you know, I've watched a lot of uh, jam bandish type of stuff on Hall of Fame stuff and, you know, all that yeah. kind of crap. Nothing ever. Not. I don't think anything will ever equal that. No. Never. It, it's one of the greatest moments in rock and roll history. Yeah. The only thing that might come close is Hart doing Stairway. Yeah. At the uh, um, the Kennedy Center. That comes Honors. close. Right. Yeah. Th- that comes close, but nothing can compare to that solo. It was unreal. Just how he was wailing it. It was yeah. crazy. Speaking of Hart, like. Barracuda should be somewhere near this top ten. Agreed. Again, dun, 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 dun. yeah, I mean, like, again, you want to talk about underrated guitarists, and it's probably only because she's a woman. Nancy Wilson is fucking amazing. Yeah, I agree. Like, she did, and I don't know if you saw this or not, because she just released an album. I, I need to sit down and listen to it, but it's her it's her first solo project. And uh, but she did an instrumental piece called "To Edward." Mm. And she talked about how like she did a little video, and then she played it. But she talked about in the video like they were opening up for Van Halen one year, uh. and she was telling Eddie, "You need to play acoustic guitar." Like uh-huh. I don't know why you don't play acoustic guitar on stage. And he's like, ah, it's just not my thing. It's like, so she bought him an acoustic guitar. Uh-huh. And she gave it to him. And she said, one night at 4 o'clock in the morning, I get a phone call in my hotel room. It's Eddie, and he's playing this for me. And so she's like, I tried to reproduce it today in honor of him. And it is beautiful. You know, I mean, it's it's Nancy Wilson just at her finest. <clears throat> but, like, Barracuda should have a place in this list somewhere i hope yeah because again I, I she is just one of the greatest guitarists of all time she's amazing i think she's vastly underrated because her first name is nancy yeah you know if it was a guy that, that you know would be tall talking about you know the guitar god that is but you know still she is 
one of the best of all time, no doubt about it. And like that guitar riff for Barracuda, again, you play that, people know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Hmm. Nice. But back to Prince for a second with Purple Rain. I've seen, I, I think it's still on YouTube. It might be like it, it gets taken down every once in a while. But the sound engineer, like for the Purple Rain soundtrack, that was all recorded live at a concert. Uh-huh. And the sound engineer took the raw footage from, from the show mm. and it, with, with video. And he's doing like he's doing like uh like underneath it as as the song's being played he's like okay this is Prince decided to take this out and like this is the ori- like it's the original version of Purple Rain before it gets edited up mm. and there's a moment where Prince starts playing with that riff at the end of the song mm. and he's like he, it goes on for a good th- four or five minutes where I mean that. This video is like a 15 minute video. Like five minutes of it is like the end of it, like him playing with that riff. And like it underneath it, like the guy writes, like he's like, Prince knows he has something and now he's just perfecting it. And so as you're watching this video, you're watching Prince actually kind of edit in his head how he wants this song to sound on the soundtrack. Right, right. You know, as he's playing the riff. It was amazing to watch, but like it goes up, and then like sometimes it gets taken down by the uh, Prince's estate, but mm. like it comes back up again. So it's something to look for. Like if you're a fan of Prince, I would highly recommend trying to find that because it was interesting to watch this sound engineer talk about how Prince's thought process <laughs> was, not only on stage with the the raw song that he had written. But how he took it back to the studio and edited it, and the why he did the way things the way he did. It's one of those fascinating pieces of like history that like I wish that the, the estate of Prince would just leave it up. Right, right, right. You know, good stuff. Yeah. So outside of like what what we talked about here, what other like guitar riffs? Do you think of like, man, that should be on the list. I hope that's on the list in the top 50. I've said most of mine. Um, yeah. yeah. You got to put GNRs on there somewhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, there's so many songs yeah. by GNR that, um, you know what I mean? So many. I, yeah. Um, and they said Alice in Chains with Man in the Box. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised Foxy Lady didn't make it on there. Just because it's so... Dun, 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 you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so... Almost more recognizable than Purple Haze. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Um, You'd think something from Queen would be on there as well. Um, you know what, though? I don't know what. I know. I'm, I was be, thinking, too. Be, because as, as, as much as I appreciate Brian May and the genius of Brian May, 
like everything that they always did blended together more than the guitar sticking out. Like they would have guitar solos, but like there was never anything to me at least, and I'm sure like Hannah will correct us on this, but there was nothing that like jumped off and said, this is Brian May. Yeah. You know, like there'd be a guitar solo, but the guitar, a guitar solo is not a riff. Like there's nothing that they right. ever wrote to me that kind of like jumps out and says, this is a great guitar riff by Brian May. I'm sure they exist. I just can't think of them because when I think of Queen, it all kind of blends in the one wall of sound, I guess, is the only way I can describe it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think, too. Um, I don't... Like, the point of Queen was to emphasize Freddie. Like, he's the real instrument. You know, I mean, the the greatness of Brian May just comes through by accident. Almost. Uh... Under pressure, maybe. Maybe. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's so many songs with iconic guitar. Um. Uh, I mean, I think there's all so a number of Zeppelin songs that probably should be on there as well. Right. You know, I mean, like, I mean, if you're just going to go with the one Zepp song, yeah, I have to agree with that. Um, I mean, just thinking of Zeppelin songs that are have that kind of catch, cashmere and dun, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dun, dun, yeah, I get that. Yeah. 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 Um, cashmere is like a, a great one. I mean, that's why Puff Daddy uh, took it for the Godzilla soundtrack. Right, you know, but it's also, yeah, it's just you know, it's like one of those riffs, yeah, you know what it is, you know, um, I mean, you look at Keith Richards. Uh, I don't know. It's it's tough. It, I mean, it's a tough list to make, and you're never going to satisfy everybody. Huh? But, no, I I don't think you are. But I, I I think there are definitely like. I mean, it's a subjective list. Like what you think is a great guitar riff, someone else may like like. Ew. you know, I I get that as well, but um. Caribbean Queen, Billy Ocean. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. There's so many songs, dude. With guitar, like, you know. Like Whippin' Post by the Almond Brothers would come to mind. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, what about Skinner? I mean, I said Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, I mean, Sweet Home Alabama. Um, but that's more bass in the beginning, I think. Bum, bum, yeah. Bum, 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 bum. 
Freebird. Yeah, like like that that at the beginning, like when it's the slow, like at, yeah. There's that nice little guitar riff in the background. That's yeah. yeah. You know, if you just played that, I would be like, oh, that's Freebird. <laughs> you know. <laughs> then somebody give me a lighter. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Credence. Um. What's that one song um, by Credence? Fortunately. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if, if I want a Huey helicopter flying over a jungle, it's mandatory that gets played. <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know. <laughs> um. I'll be, I, I think, I mean, you know, Stairway should probably be on there. Yeah. I mean, that's, again, like, something if you play that, like, that guitar riff, people just know that, you know. Mm. Um, Renegade. <laughs> <laughs> Sticks was also a pretty complex group as well. Yeah, like not. I'm not comparing the two. I'm just saying that there was a lot of elements to sticks that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like I can think of a lot of stick songs I like. I love. Like you know. Um, I can name uh, a whole shit ton of them. Yeah. But I mean, like. But it's like it's one of those things where it's it's like uh. Like there's nothing like. And I mean, and they had good guitarists. You know, right. it, it's just one of those things where, like, you're right. Like, it, it, again, it was a blending of music. Right. Um, what about the cars? I wouldn't. I wouldn't say anything from the cars. Not from a guitar standpoint. Is recognizable or just not just on the list? I I wouldn't. Cause like if you it, like good car songs, like they weren't a guitar heavy band. No, they weren't. You know, so that's the problem. Like, so there's no guitar riff that like jumps out at you from the cars that you go, "Ooh, yeah." The only one that comes jumps out at me is Magic. Yeah. Bomb, bomb, bomb. I mean, it's basic. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not like, but that's the only like kind of guitar riff that I can easily just pick out and say, yeah, it's cars. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's me. Right. I mean, I know that song. So. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> Good band, though. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I would dare say um, Living on a Prayer from, <laughs> you know, Richie Sambora with Bon Jovi. Yeah, that's uh, I feel like if you played that that little guitar riff, anybody would know that. I don't know if it's top fifty worthy. Robert Smith. Yeah. Um. I 
you know, I feel like there, there probably is something from the cure that I would probably be like, yeah, maybe that should, but I don't know. I can't, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. I, I have to look. Yeah. Love song. Yeah. Friday I'm in love. And that's a pretty catchy song. It's a catchy song, but I wouldn't say it, it's like uh Yeah, I know. You know. Just, yeah. I'm just seeing I just look for cure songs just yeah. to jump out at me. I don't know. What about you? What do you think? <laughs> I think I covered like I, I definitely <laughs> feel like you know Purple Rain has to be on that list somewhere. Barracuda. Um. Anything by Dire Straits. I'm on the bet, like, the money for nothing riff would probably be up there. Yeah. Uh, that, that wouldn't surprise me if that, that somehow made the list. What about... Um... Oh, there's so many songs. Like, I'm going through all these bands in my head now. That's what's filled my head. You know what I mean? But, like, Queen, We Will Rock You. Yeah. That's That should be up there, I think. Don't you think? Um, but it's not like a guitar riff. Like, it, like, when I think of that song, I don't think of... I, I, I guess you get... get da, na, 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 na. Yeah. That's the, when you think of that song, it's the, you know... Clap, clap, stomp, or stomp, stomp, clap. You know, like, you know, boom, boom, ch, boom, boom, ch. You know, that's, that's what you think of with that song. Like, there's that that, that, that that nice little guitar piece at the end. Yeah. Satisfaction by the Stones? Well, yeah, well, that's on the list. That's top oh, 20. Yes. Yeah, oh, okay. my, my fault. No, you're you're fine. Cause you 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 probably heard me say stones and you you, you phased out. Brown sugar <laughs> stones. Yeah, I mean, brown sugar is uh, a good song. Yeah. Um. What about anything I by Eric? Like- I I always like this. This is the stones. Tumble and dice. That's always that's always been one of my favorites. It's like that nice little. Is it? It's just this little nice little guitar. If it's like, it's. To, but to me, it screams, um, Keith Richards. Yeah. You know what I mean. What about Aerosmith. 
Um, Walk this way, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking walk this way. You get that, that sweet beginning. Then there's that guitar. That right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. Huh? You're right. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And then you, you, you throw it in. this going little DMC I'm surprised Voodoo Child didn't come in on for Hendrix um, personally, I mean, that's, of course, it's one of my favorite Hendrix songs, but yeah, um, guitar riffs, um, what's that one song? It's not the, I don't even know who sang the original, um, Sam Kinison redid it, but, um, uh, oh, wild thing. Well, the guitar. The, the Trogs was the 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 original band. Yeah. Or the, did you mean this version of Wild Thing? Hotel California. This. You're probably right. Like this, this should probably be up there. Like the original version of that. Right. Yeah. Anything by the Eagles? Um. Hotel is such an epic song, though. I mean, it's so long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, if, uh, if I was doing the Eagles, <laughs> that's the one I would take. Yeah. Life in the fast one? Yeah. Because uh, the second I played it, you knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. What about Dara Straits? Well, we said um, 
Sold this way. What do we say? No, uh, money for nothing. Money for nothing. Now, for my money. What about the Beatles? I mean. Well, I mean, if you're talking the Beatles, you're probably going to talk My Guitar Gently Weeps. Day Tripper. But uh, I can't believe I can't find this. Day Tripper is pretty good. Yeah. But, I mean... Oh, Lindsay. Yeah. 